Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, continue on with the big-ass power hour, all our bets and thoughts, week four NFL Sunday. We set the injury stage here, Ken, on the Brown side for this Browns-Ravens game on Sunday in Cleveland. And it's really like Deshaun Watson questionable and like uncertain to play. If Watson does not play in the game, it will be former UCLA quarterback and you better you bet in Tyler Morales' favorite DTR. Dorian Thompson-Robinson would start for the Cleveland Browns if in fact Deshaun Watson does not go. So like that's bad news for the Browns on the injury report. The Ravens also dealing with tons of injuries as has been the case basically all season. Bateman and Beckham are both out for this game. Gus Edwards is going to go here. Gus Edwards will be good in the Ravens running back group it looks like Justice Hill going to be able to play as well he's questionable but a full practice on today on Friday that'll impact props and fantasy we'll talk more about that coming up on Sunday morning Marlon Humphrey remains out for the Ravens along with uh, Ojabo and Owe two of their pass rushers young pass rushers that's bad Uh, but Tyler Linderbaum uh, questionable, practicing in a limited fashion all week. Ronnie Stanley, Ken, it does not look like he's going to play, so left tackle for the Ravens not going to play. And Marcus Williams, it looks like the Ravens will get him back. So still down a lot of players are the Baltimore Ravens, making this like a pretty tough game to cap. Anything you want to do right now with all the injury uncertainty, Baltimore and Cleveland? I don't really think so uh, with the market like it is. I had a couple people ask me this today, and they were like, you know, should I bet the Ravens? right now like what if he's out he being deshaun watson like what happens and i think we both agreed that like if dtr actually did start the game like the browns wouldn't be favored anymore like the ravens would probably be favored in the game maybe by a full field goal maybe not but like would definitely be favored in the game like if deshaun's out even if like you don't think deshaun watson's good or something like you're, you're throwing a rookie with like no regular season experience whatsoever into a, a game against like a well-coached smart team seems like a really bad idea or at least one where the browns shouldn't be favored so i was kind of like yeah like if I, I basically told her like if you think he's out like if that's what you're hearing then like the number is obviously i think very likely to improve in your favor if uh, if he actually doesn't play but like if you're just listening to this and you're like well i have no idea whether he's going to play or not I don't really either. A lot of people have kind of heard that he's out, but I always view these things very like skeptically when it seems like it comes from one person and then gets to everybody else who kind of like parrots the same information. So maybe Watson doesn't play. I mean, your big problem here though is like, okay, play it out. He doesn't play just in terms of the game, not the market. Uh, He doesn't play. The Ravens close a small favor in the game, whatever. Like the, the only thing happening here that's very positive is the Browns defense. It's like the only thing in this game that's functioning at like a really high level. Like the Ravens have had some success on offense so far, but like kind of limited and injuries have been a problem. They have a lot of injuries on defense. They've kind of been able to mask that, which is like good coaching and because some of the teams that they played against, but like, and the Browns offense is obviously with their quarterback play against the Steelers was really bad. So like the Browns defense is the only thing you're hanging your hat on this game. And they're playing at home in a game with a really low total. Like they could just win the game anyway if DTR was the quarterback because their defense is that good and it's like the dominant unit in this game. It just makes it really problematic with a low number to bet now. Like if we were kind of like full strength both ways and you get the full field goal in a division game, we were going to bet Baltimore. Like we liked Baltimore at three, but now that we're kind of in this weirdo injury, no man's land, like I don't have info that like I want to report or anything. The total got bet down a lot, which I agree with saying what I said before about the Browns defense. I don't think there's like a lot going on here. You could, and we've, Nick and I talked about this earlier today. You could tease the Ravens still at a bunch of places. One and a half and two are available. That would be up through three and seven. And you have the added incentive of like, maybe the market moves in your favor with a backup quarterback. In addition to just 
going through three and seven in a low total game too. So that's probably the only thing I recommend, Nick. I know like a little long winded there, but there's there's a lot going on, and I think that makes people want to make bets. Like I, I have some Ravens teasers through three and seven, and like that's basically about it. I think you honestly said everything there is that's needed to be said. We'll have have more information on Sunday, and we'll have like a more in-depth conversation once we are presented with new information on Countdown to Kickoff coming up on Sunday morning. So let's move on for now past the Ravens and the Browns. We'll come back to it on Sunday, and we'll go to the Titans and the Bengals in Tennessee, where the Bengals can two-and-a-half-point road favorites. The total in the game sitting at 41. Injury stuff here. Traylon Burks is out for Tennessee in their wide receiving core, and like Hopkins hasn't been like really healthy all season. So like this is a banged-up receiving group. Chicago the tight end will likely be the number two option in the passing game for Tennessee. Tennessee also still down first round pick on the offensive line. Peter Skoronsky with his uh, abdomen injury. He's basically he's missed the entire season so far. And for the Bengals, uh, Joe Burrow, uh, full participation the entire week in practice. He's going to be good to go. What do we got here, Ken, with the Bengals and the Titans? Yeah, I mean, you can listen to our shows earlier this week for kind of my full thoughts on this team. I just I think this is like a really good opportunity to buy them before a stretch of games where they're going to be very successful. Uh, This game at Arizona, Seattle, and then a buy for Burrow to rest his injury a lot more before they go into a really tough part of their schedule. I think it's very likely they'll be four and two uh, going into that bye week and then all of their odds to the Super Bowl MVP offensive player of the year chase make the playoffs division all that stuff's way different than it is right now i feel like we can kind of see this coming a little bit as long as burrow stays healthy uh, i bet the bengals already earlier this week the number's still there still two and a half uh less than three i really like them in the game no thought on the total because i actually think the bengals defense might be like turning back into the kind of awesome thing that it's been a lot of the time or at least an upper third of the league unit and uh and would question whether the titans actually are going to score a lot in this game or whether we see something more like what we saw against the rams on monday night with cincinnati so do like the Bengals a lot under three I think you nailed every handicap of this game. I agree. We talked about it all week. I bet Cincinnati also think the offense has a good game, even if Burrow's hobbling around like Hodor or like the bad guy from Men in Black whose name is escaping me. Love the Bengals (laughs) offense here. Titans offense in really rough shape right now against the good Edgar, apparently, from Men in Black. Thank you, Mike Brown. Uh, Mike Brown's star-making turn earlier, by the way, in the new Lockmas Open. Great job by Alex and Mike Brown with that. We were left quite a bit uh, in the last hour of the show about that. Uh, Give me the Cincinnati Bengals laying the two and a half as well. All right, uh, moving on. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Uh, Rams and the Colts in Indianapolis. Basically pick the winner of the game. This is, Ken, I think what you refer to as an extra sloppy game with the line being different at different sports books. Uh, basically pick the winner. Game in Indy. Uh, total is 46. Anthony Richardson clears concussion protocol. He will start for their Indianapolis. So Richardson back in the lineup. Minshew goes to the bench. But uh, offensive line, not great for Indianapolis here. Left tackle, Bernard Raymond, out. Center, Ryan Kelly, out. Guard, Quinton Nelson, doesn't practice Friday. He's listed as questionable. Also, DeForest Buckner is questionable. All of these things are not good. Uh, We'll see about Tyler Higby and Ben Skoranek for the Rams. We'll have more info on them in the Rams skill position, pass-catching core on Sunday morning. Banged up Colts offensive line, Ken, going up against Aaron Donald doesn't sound good. Bets for you with the Colts and the Rams. Yeah, I was kind of I was off this game uh, earlier this week. Don't feel like I have a great read for either team, but this is kind of like uh, when the Colts played the Texans a few weeks ago, and the Texans had this just absolutely brutal offensive line injury report that came out like on the day of the game, and we were doing the show on Sunday, and I go, you know what? Like I'm betting Indianapolis. Like I like I enough of this. Like the point spread's really small. Houston has absolutely no offensive line. Like I think that's a reason to step in, and the number hasn't changed. And I and I like the Colts a lot. Now they could have lost the game. I just I really like that bet, and. 
uh, for the Colts and the Rams in this game, I, I feel like kind of a similar thing is happening where maybe it's not to the extent that Houston's offensive line was hurt, but like it's a big deal. And I think the advantage kind of shifts to the Rams here. And yet the market is like stayed still on the game, still pick, still minus one opposite ways in both cases. So like no movement on the injury report. I think it's just as simple as like, like Stafford played the Niners and he played the Bengals and they both got after him big time and they both like hampered his ability to make a lot of plays, whether it's blitz or generating pressure. And when that's not the case, he can have a lot of success. And I think this is a game where he can have a lot of success for that reason. So I was all, I was on the sidelines here early in the week. Uh, I will bet the Rams, uh, we'll call it pick, but like minus one either way is fine. Yeah, I like the Rams also. We talked about this earlier in the week. I think this is like Aaron Donald just like destroys this game for the Indianapolis Colts on offense. And on the flip side, how about Matt Harmon making his You Better You Bet debut earlier in the show, talking about how Atwell and Nakua could have success against the Gus Bradley zone defense in Indianapolis. Uh, give me the LA Rams to win the game in Indy. All right, NFC South matchup, Ken, in New Orleans. And I think you and I are going to go mano we mano on this game. And that is the New Orleans Saints hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Saints like in between a three and a three and a half point favorite juice towards Tampa so Tampa plus three and a half minus 115 at BetMGM the total is 39 and a half and the thing that's kind of like throwing this game out of whack right now I think the assumption had been that Derek Carr would miss at least this game and possibly more the injury was called week to week right shoulder AC sprain Carr practices on Friday in a limited fashion. Nick Underhill, who is maybe the most connected Saints beat reporter, like had a tweet basically saying like Carr wasn't limited at all in practice despite the limited designation. He was able to make throws and that maybe Carr might start and not Jameis Winston. So casting like into doubt a little bit who's going to start at quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. For Tampa, uh, not a great injury report here. Jamel Dean, one of their starting corners, is out. Defensive tackle Kalaja Kansi remains out their rookie first-round pick. Carlton Davis, Vita Vea, Devin White all questionable. They were all questionable before Monday night as well. Vea and White both played. Davis did not. Maybe he plays here, but Ken, this is a banged up Buccaneers defense going into New Orleans to play the Saints, and we don't know who New Orleans starting quarterback is going to be. Uh, thoughts and bets for you, please, Saints and Bucks. Yeah, I mean, this market is, and this market's moved in a really interesting way, right? Like, I, I kind of thought the strategy here was going to be like, wait as long as possible, Tampa, that their negative injury report would get this line bet out a lot, and that that would maybe create an opportunity to bet the Bucks. Like, you can't even get three and a half minus 110 on Tampa right now, despite the fact that they're super beat up and like, we don't know if Derek Carr is playing. Like, you still can't get three and a half. So, uh, this this current market, like three, three and a half between, I'm never betting the side in this game right now. Uh, we'll talk about it more on Sunday when we know who's playing quarterback for the Saints. Uh, I do actually the more I thought about it this week uh I think no matter what I like the under in this game and I'm kind of I was kind of curious which direction it was going to go got bet up a little bit early in the week 39 and a half to 40 so I thought like maybe wait and see I kind of had it circled we haven't talked about it a lot aside from basically like the Bears or you know like Denver or something these are like the two worst red zone offenses you can possibly imagine and they've been the worst this year in that category I think you see a lot of like limited ball movement drives leading to field goals that's like going to be the theme of this entire game it's been the theme of both teams the entire season up to this point i don't think anything about them playing each other is going to make that change so i think like bad red zone offense ton of kicks and you know some kind of like 20 to 17 or worse kind of game like 15 12 that kind of a game um if the spread changes and we know if cars playing we can do side on sunday i i actually yeah i I'm going to like the Saints no matter what in this game. Three is the number that I want to bet with New Orleans. Um, I'll actually feel better if it's Carr because I feel like Carr is less, he's less likely to push the ball down the field and get the explosive play. Like, Jameis will push the ball down the field. But he's also, like, 
and I know like we kind of had like a fun back and forth earlier in the week. Like, is 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 Carr less likely to turn it over than Jameis? I think he is. And I think all the Saints quarterback has to do in this game is not screw it up with Alvin Kamara back for New Orleans now in the running back group. Like I and I think the Saints can win this game by by seven to ten points. I think it's a brutal matchup for Baker Mayfield against the Saints defensive front. Love Kamara back for New Orleans. I like the Saints in this game. Uh, we'll talk more about it coming up on Sunday. I would like to bet three, but Saints minus three on Sunday. We have time to squeeze in one more game here. I think we do. Yeah, right? sure. Like this, we've killed it this segment. It's this been really good. Uh, and that is the Eagles and the Commanders. Ken in Philadelphia, Eagles an eight and a half point home favorite. The total forty three and a half. Not a lot going on injury wise here for Washington. Running back Chris Rodriguez is out. Also, like I, I don't know, really know if, if that really makes a difference. And for Philadelphia, it looks like the only injury of note is that Quez Watkins will miss the game. It's kind of important, only because Olamide Zacchaeus uh, was the one-for-one -one replacement on Monday night for Quez Watkins and scored the first touchdown and cashed a bunch of bets for people. Uh, the book of Zacchaeus did that. So, Ken, Eagles 8.5 against Washington, 43.5 uh, your total. Yeah, I was really not planning on having a lot of bets in this game at all the entire week. Uh, just every way I thought about the game, like how the Eagles are typically lined the last couple of years against teams like this, like something between seven and 10, like always made a lot of sense to me. And we're still there now. Granted, it's been bet up to like nine and a half in a few places toward Philadelphia. But uh, I, I think just more than a possession is right. I think that's always kind of been the right number in the game for me, at least, which makes me not want to make a bet. The One other interesting thing that's happened in this game, though, is with the total. Uh, the total has started to get bet down and get bet down really, really aggressively. So 46 was the opener. There are now 43s on the board in this game. There reaches a point where, like, even though the commander's defensive metrics are, would call them, like, slightly above average in a couple cases this year, or even average in a couple cases, like, the Eagles' offense with what we saw against Tampa, like that can't just happen again, really. Like the way they dominate the line of scrimmage, the way they run the ball. Like the, I know the offense got off to a rough start against the Patriots and we kind of had questions, but this feels like a game playing at home where they can at least score a reasonable amount of points and they can have a 43 total in an Eagles game. It just seems a little low to me. So maybe we kind of see how this works itself out on Sunday and see if like, you know, maybe even more news, or, uh, not news, but even more bets come in on the under, pushes this down as much as possible. Might be like a contrarian over for me um, with the idea the Eagles are ahead and Washington has to chase the game. You want to, uh, you don't want to just lay Philly? No, they're, they're nine, they're eight and a half, nine and a half. Like, like that's cool. That's good. I might want to. I haven't done it yeah. yet, but come Sunday morning, that might be a bet I'm interested in making. It's just the Eagles just to slam Washington in this game if Sam Howell's going to turn the ball. He's always been sacked 19 times already this year. It's a, yeah. He's on pace to shatter the single-season record for most sacks taken by a quarterback, and that, that's not good going up against this Eagles defensive front. We'll talk more about this game coming up on Sunday. Uh, let's see if we can hit one more game here. How about the Vikings and the Panthers in uh, in Carolina, where this is now Minnesota just straight up minus 4.5, minus 110 on the road at the Panthers, 46.5. Uh, Bryce Young off the injury report. Ken Bryce Young will start for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Miles Sanders is questionable, as is Jonathan Mingo for Carolina. Bryce Young kind of needs both of those guys coming up on Sunday. And for the Vikings, Garrett Bradbury starting center, questionable on the injury report. Panthers and Vikings start us off here, and we can clean it up on the other side. Yeah, I mean, just uh, really straightforward. Have had the same strategy the entire week. It's going to be wait as long as possible bet Carolina uh, by waiting and knowing that Carolina has a brutal defensive injury report. Uh, the numbers continue to move in Minnesota's direction, uh, and that's great. Uh, if you're going to play defense as poorly as they are, uh, I will never bet you laying four and a half on the road, and I will always bet your opponent. 
We'll talk more about this on Sunday, but give me the Carolina Panthers as well. I think Bryce Young's going to come out slinging it on Sunday. Coming up next, we wrap up the Friday edition of the show with the rest of our bets. Week 4, NFL Sunday.